This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello and welcome back to Grim Encounters. We are in tabletop RPG actual play horror comedy podcast using the chill third edition rule set. My name is Nort. I will be your spoopy little chill master. And also using Steven occasionally. And your players are... Robert playing Jose Draz Rodriguez. Anna playing Victoria Osterling. Derek's playing Gary Osterling. Where we left the players, um, they were Gary and Victoria were researching in the treehouse, and I believe they were deciding what to do next. They just had a conversation with the the continental director of the United of North America, uh, Gordon Pym, uh, and they did some research. And they were then they were going to plan on where to go next. Uh, Jaraz and Dr. Steven Rosenberg were investigating New Langoon Medical Center to research Dr. Calvin Ramirez discovered he hasn't been in for a few days so they talked to a woman named laura peters who they kind of convinced to let them look at his office and then as they were leaving the office they were stopped by another doctor and the doctor said he called security and that's where we left them so we're gonna hop right back into draz and kind of resolve that so no you stay right here i'm gonna be i'm gonna be calling security Oh, there, there's no need for that. I, we'll just be on our way. Don't worry. And he has, like, an arm, like, on your chest, like, kind of hold, because you tried to walk past him. He's not, like, grappling you or anything. He's not being, like, aggressive. He's just kind of, like, stopped you, and you didn't resist it. So he just, like, you looked at him, because you're kind of face-to-face with this guy. And he just reaches reaches up, and he, like, says something into, like, an earpiece. I just walk. Drez okay. is just going to walk straight past, pushing past him. Yeah, you pushed past him and, like, uh, were you wearing the, the coat? Is that what you said you were wearing? I don't think, no, I didn't say I was wearing a coat, but I'm going to be wearing a coat because I started thinking about it. I was like, I'm just carrying around a pistol on my hip. Yeah. And then that probably doesn't look good. So, yeah, I'm, I'm wearing, like, trench coat. Yeah, trench yeah. coat. So your trench coat, like, you know, flutters behind you as you walk back. And Steven just, like, awkwardly nods to the man and then, like, walks quickly past him. And as, as, walking by and like y'all have a good day now I hope to never see you again and then just keep going and you, you like press the elevator button to like go down mm-hmm. and the doors open and you walk in and just as you walk in the doors are about to close and you see a couple men and the doctor points to you and the door closes rapidly pushing the first floor button to get <laughs> out of here come on come on come on come on <laughs> all right um so the door opens and you're greeted to a lobby full of people like it like a it's like a um, medical, kind of like a hospital lobby, mm-hmm. except there is like less hustle and bustle. There's just a couple people sitting. Oh, yeah. We're just going to walk casually out like nothing, nothing's going on. And then. Okay. Uh, just as you're reaching the front door, you hear. Hey, hey, you. Hey, stop. Do not respond. Do not look back. I'm just ignoring it and just keep going. You push open the front door and you walk out and uh, you hear like feet running behind you. Okay. Um, <laughs> and you're like in like the entrance way. <laughs> I'm gonna make a run for it. Okay. I'm just. <laughs> I'm gonna turn back to me. Uh, turn back to uh, Steven, Steven and, and just be like, "We gots to go," <laughs> <laughs> and just bolt. Oh. Okay. And you guys bolt this. 
just run, so I need you both to give me... I, I guess this would be movement. He's, his movement's not so good. I don't know. Mm. Rolled a 48 and I got a 40. Okay, so he got a low success, so he just bolts past you with this like incredible speed for such an old man. And you immediately begin to run, and then you... What, you, you fail? Yeah, I failed. Um, you're running, but you eventually someone catches up to you. But you're off the premises at this point, so. Okay. Are they like grabbing me or like? Yeah, he kind of like give he could grabs your arm to kind of like spin you towards him. Okay. He's not like grappling you or anything. Gotcha. Like, excuse me, sir. What what do you think you're doing? He like realizes that he's not on the ground anymore and and like stops. And he goes. What are you doing? What are you doing in there? Why are you bothering my doctors? I'm not bothering nobody. I'm just uh, minding my own business, going on my way. So you have a good day now, and uh, bye. He uh, spins around. He like says, "Okay." He watches you leave. Um, roll perception as you're like rounding the corner on this block. Uh. Okay. Uh, rolled a forty-three and out of eighty. Okay. You hear his end of a conversation. He appears to be talking to like some like a local police or something. Okay. Like he's reporting. Was just reporting what happened. Gotcha. Doesn't seem like a panic, but just reporting it. So you you catch up to Steven. He is like leaning up against a wall, next to like a bus stop. All right. Well, that that was somewhat informative. Uh... So let's 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 meet up with the others and see what we can do, and uh, maybe give a phone call to the local precinct and see if uh, we can just wash this away. Maybe we uh, usually the police are working directly with us, so it's kind of weird that we have to kind of be the shadowy. Yeah, yeah, I. I think that was my problem. I'm not used to not having them have our backs, you know? We probably shouldn't have just walked in there, but... Yeah, you know. You, you know. Curiosity killed the cat, as they say. Mm-hmm. They're old habits, mostly. Just, you know. You guys, uh, the bus pulls up and you hop on. Use your Metro cards. <coughs> provided to you by Lindsay Black. And we're gonna... The scene, as the bus pulls away, it cuts back to... <laughs> Gary, come back to Gary and Victoria in the library. Gary slips the last book on the shelf and he turns back to you, Victoria. And what do you guys do? Well, we have some information. Mm-hmm. So I think we should go to the um, the organ ring. I think you're right, dear. That's a good idea. Awesome. So yes. what do you do with the information that you just researched? I feel like going to the organ... The, the organ, organ ring. ring would probably be the best idea, but we should probably wait for Drax and uh, Steven. Yeah, we should give them a call. Mm-hmm. I hope they're okay. Yeah, sure. You give them a call. Uh, Draz, your phone rings. Draz. Not Draz. Yeah. Draz. I was going to correct you, but I was like, you know what? We'll just let that go. I like Drax more. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That's okay. We were trying to rename characters last time anyways. <laughs> your phone rings <laughs> as you're about 70% away through your your commute. Okay, pick up phone. Well, howdy there. There's an organ trafficking ring going on. Okay. There's a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff. It's very interesting. I don't know if I can explain all of it. Do you understand what happens when you transplant a liver? There's a lot of different theories that go into it. The possibilities, well, I mean, not only the memories. I think that that's probably what it is. It's definitely come from, you know, really long line. But it's it's involved with probably magic, obviously. But that's what, it's that's the heart makes sense so my speculation is that this heart somehow got there but then was eaten which doesn't make any sense but there's a cannibal ring oh i forgot to mention the cannibal ring there's a cannibal ring as well you should probably just get here this would make more sense in person yeah. instead of over the phone Th- does he got all that no no <laughs> i got i got some info too uh some 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 doctor that i want to give a phone call to because of uh Her name was Dr. No, it's Dr. Lou, that I know. Yeah. Sorry, it's Dr. Lou, that I know. Uh, no, Who was I searching for <laughs> again? I keep trying to change his name. Calvin Ramirez. Ramirez, okay. 
So, mm-hmm. yeah, we, when we looked in, uh, into Dr. Ramirez, uh, apparently he had gotten a few phone calls from a Dr. Lou uh, in Brooklyn. So, and as well as there was another angry uh, message that he had gotten from somebody that... Uh, Uh, Monica Wills, who uh, was very angry about a uh, bone marrow transplant and her, her son was missing. I believe is what it was. Mm. They would need medical specialists to do the transplantations. Mm-hmm. Maybe both of those doctors are involved in some capacity. It, could it is be. a very lucrative market. Very expensive. Did you know a kidney goes for like $250,000 on the black market? Do I need, do I need one? Well, you need, yeah, you need a kidney. Oh. You oh. just need one, though. You have two. Oh. Hmm. I'll just keep that in my back pocket. All right. There so, you go. Uh, where are you guys at? Are you still at the, the treehouse? We'll, we'll yes. meet you up there. Good idea. All right. Did I get that? Did I got that about right. For what? Gary. Excite, excitement oh, level. Better than I could have imagined. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, so you exit the bus and you head into the back. I think it was the Bedford building. That's what I got. That's the name of this. Uh, it's a skyscraper in Brooklyn and you go into the library and you press 12 and 14 at the same time Pink. and a little camera opens you hear a little camera open because you know where it is at this point and it registers you and it goes by it, the slot closes and it goes 12 and normally it goes 12 to 14 this goes to 13 and the doors open up to the treehouse and you see Gary and Victoria um, I imagine Victoria is standing outside the library, and Gary is trying to talk to Linda, who is just not even responding back to him, because he is so curious why what happened to this poor woman. Her eyes are messed up. She's blind. How is she blind? Blind. They're all grayed. Oh, are there any scar scarring around the eyes? Mm-mm. No. Besides, like you know, crow's feet and old people stuff. Oh, were they? Where does it appear uh, as if they were um, burned out? It appears that she must have she must have been blind for a while, uh-huh. like even maybe before. But uh-huh. she something happened something happened to her mind, like uh-huh. maybe the unknown did something to her. I see. Mm-hmm. Kind of similar. Um, no, that wouldn't. So like you've seen cases on many of your times where the unknown just like just like blender people's brains. Yeah. And this kind of seems like she must have bounced back for something like that, maybe. Nice. Combined very with she's a very old woman. She's like ninety. Oh. So. Well, and she like looks at you and sometimes she'll respond with like just nonsense like it's not like funny it's just it's like some random fact and sometimes it's about the book she's putting away mm-hmm. but she doesn't really respond to you if that makes sense yes and she knows you're there okay yeah so you walk up you walk up to them and Victoria is just leaning against the, a bookshelf I guess what do you do so, uh, how'd the doctor's office go? Well, about that. Um, somebody may need to make a phone call to the local precinct. Um, might have gotten into a little wee bit of trouble. I see. I will let Charles know. Yeah. So He's not back for whatever whatever it is Charles does. He's not going to like that. Well, you know, we're out of our element here. This isn't home, so, you know, forget the rules. You know what I mean? Um yeah. I mean, we've already had to call the precinct once. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. But it, it should be fine. It should be fine. Um, but yeah, okay, continue on. Wh- whatever it was you were talking about over the phone, I didn't quite catch it off as like, I mean. Oh, which part? Because I really think that the, the cannibalisticness is, is really interesting, which might be a tie-in to all of the things that are going on in, in, in concession with all of this. Although I don't understand why there would also be a ring where we're transplanting organs. That doesn't make sense. Unless they're taking the victims and then doing both, and it's an ritualistic like sacrifice of some way. So they're only actually eating specific organs, and then you know maybe they're transplanting other organs because, you know, lucrative market like I was saying about the kidney and stuff. So that kind of makes sense. But I don't know exactly how that would tie in and where they would have gotten the heart okay, originally. Okay, okay, okay. I, I, I'm sorry. Oh, I don't think the cannibal ring and the, um, the, uh, sorry, Gary, the, um, <laughs> I don't think the cannibal ring and the organ ring are connected at all. No, no, they, they totally have to be. It totally makes sense. Like, because <laughs> the heart, so far as we know, has to be eaten, right? 
Has to. Transplanted. Transplanted. Wow. Eaton, transplanted. Eaton was in the Loki uh, text, Gary. Uh, I mean, where would it have come from? It seems like it could be totally a Like thing. a thousand years ago is where it came from, Gary. I mean, we deal with crazier stuff all the time. You guys are standing like in, like you five are, are you four are standing like in a small circle with us and Linda just walks between you four and just goes, Loki, the god of lies, the god of stories, the great, great trickster. <laughs> I'm just saying, which sounds more like the stuff we do? That? Or a <laughs> I already told you I don't know what's wrong with her. Or a transplantation thing. I'm just saying. Well, well, like I said before on the phone, like I'm just saying is that, uh, you know, is there some lady upset about the whole bone marrow thing with her son missing, as well as uh, the other doctor in Brooklyn that, uh, you know, we maybe should give her a call, see, what, see what's going on, see if she's seen this doctor anywhere dr ramirez that's not a bad sure. idea so like you know I'm, I'm gonna go step away and give us give this lady a call see if i can find her and good idea Traz. <laughs> good idea okay i'll try looking up the location of the organ ring <laughs> yeah you have, you have, have fun the with address. that oh okay mm-hmm. yeah. i have the Pretty address sure it's the loki thing but i'll listen to you dear <laughs> All right. So the uh, the phone rings, and you're calling um, Dr. Lou, I'm assuming? Yes. You're just calling that number back? Yes. So it rings for about 30, 35 seconds, and then it, it connects to a voicemail. Mm-hmm. You hear, what was, her, what was her full name? This is Dr. Mary Lou's office. If you'd like to leave a message, please leave it at the, at the end with your name, number, and what you need of me, and I will get back to you as soon as possible. And then it it beeps like it can beep well hello there uh this is jose rodriguez um i have a few questions for you if you could just please give me a call back and relay my number Mm -hmm. whatever five 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 two four six nine beautiful i don't think that was enough four three no i got it i got it yeah yeah. two two four six nine yeah that was seven yeah Mm -hmm. you're good i didn't do a it's fine area area code. code but that's fine I forget. I'm in New York, not in... Yeah. So. <laughs> That's good. And then you hang up, mm-hmm. and you know that she's at the XCEP Research Group Clinic, mm-hmm. so you could you could get that address if you needed it, if you wanted to go there. Right, right. I'll come back to you guys. Well, I couldn't get a hold of her, uh, but I do know where she's located at, so, I mean, we could always pop over there and give her a little visit and see what's going on. If That's what you think if, is best. If we want to go this route. I mean, we've got several several routes. It's a Yeah. As you're all sitting there, um, Gary has his um, like hands crossed in front of him, and his like his white like lab coat. It's open, showing his Slayer graphic tee, and he's yeah. sitting there, kind of like not like he just looks like he's kind of angry, just because like he has like a brilliant idea. Um, you see, because you're facing this direction, you see Lindsay Black walks into okay. the library with a clipboard. She's like, oh. How is the how's the case going? They think it's an organ transplant thing, and I'm pretty sure it's probably something to do with a low key, but they don't believe it. A cannibalistic heart thing. But I don't know. Each one of the victims um, had a transplant about a week before they went crazy. So yeah, I, know. I think it's much less Norse mythology than just when you say crazy. uh Linda is standing next to you that you didn't you didn't even notice. She's just standing in between you two. <laughs> She's just like, "Crazy is a word for the ones that haven't joined us." And then she walks like walks past you guys. She is fascinating. <laughs> oh, Linda? Yeah. She's a very wonderful woman. I'm pretty sure she's like connected to like I don't even know. She's uh-huh. like on a whole other realm of existence cognitively speaking. She it makes total sense. She had a lot of, um, I believe clair- clairvoyance is like in corporal art, correct? Yeah. No, divination. Divin. Like, whatever the divination school is. Um, I don't remember which one it is. Sensing? Sensing, yeah. She was a master in the sensing art before she had a run-in with her last unknown. Uh, so she hasn't really been the same, but she's still a very vital asset. She 
helps envoys with break envoys with breakthroughs a lot of the time. She somehow pulls knowledge out of the books. I think I'm crazy. Linda and I are on the same page. Wait. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> and, cra- and crazy is kind of a harsh word. It's more of like um, special or different. For the record, I didn't call Linda crazy. <laughs> Uh, she just, uh, Lindsay smiles at you when you make that comment, <laughs> like, gives you, like, a reassuring look. Uh, well, is, uh, anything I can do for you guys, or any run-ins or any troubles? Um, well... Draz had a little incident. Again? Just minor. Oh, she looks very worried, and you guys recognize this worried face. It looks exactly like Richard's worried face. <laughs> they practice it. <laughs> <laughs> Just uh, if if you can maybe get somebody get a hold of the local precinct over where this uh this hospital was where Doctor Ramirez, oh, she just, just kind of smooth it over, you know. She's not, not used to the area. What what can I say? What she like say? puts a hand on her face, and it's very it's very uh reminiscent. She rubs her t- the same temple that her you father. No no no, honey, don't no, don't no. worry about it. I, I, I'll, I, let me call up Charles. I will call Officer Buck. Buckle Boyle. I will call Officer Buckle Boyle and we'll get this all sorted out, okay? He sounds like a really good, nice guy. I bet he does get stuff done. He, yep. Yeah, he's a very, uh, a very lean cut uh, older man and he's not very uh, effective with physical things, but he's very good at helping us get out of trouble, so. Awesome, awesome, yeah. Just uh, have them call them up and uh, you know, just take care of that for me. I may not be allowed in that building ever again. I'm not sure, but just throwing it out there. Okay. Uh, she, like, turns around, <clears throat> opens up her, her iPhone 4. And <laughs> opens tw- up her <laughs> iPhone 4. <laughs> she, yeah. Katink. And uh, you hear, she just fucking snaps in half. <laughs> And you hear her talk. She goes, "Oh, <laughs> oh, Vic, Vicky, Vicky v- Robinson. Oh, yes. Can you tell Buck?" And then she kind of she comes out of your shot. So now you guys are free to do whatever you want to do next. And I, the cop thing solved. Okay. I think good. we should go to Ms. Lou's office. Yeah, let's. You're the boss, boss dear. Boss dear. That's it. Uh, Victoria turns into a deer. <laughs> I, have a, I have a pantsuit on. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you would like it because it's my thing. It's just the thing. They're married. That's what they do. <laughs> and you get the address and you take the closest route. And you kind of have to walk from the bus stop. Okay. Uh, do you guys talk at all when you're walking or? I'm wondering underneath my breath a lot. Okay. Steven's just calmly following you guys. I'm listening to Gary, but I'm not responding to anything he says. What does that sound? What does that sound like? That's what you wanted, right? (laughs) (laughs) You guys make it there after about 10 minutes of walking. No one said, Steven doesn't say anything because he's used to it at this point. It's just it. It's like Draz getting in trouble. It's just part of the deal. Oh, man. Aw, shucks. <sighs> oh, and you boy. guys uh, come to the research facility. I do apologize. I'm just reading up on all of the incorporeal movement stuff because I don't I don't remember all of it. That's fine. So. Um, what, what did I give him? Uh, he has leave body, astral attack, which I didn't remember that one, um, voice of the dead, and then the incorporeal um, attunement one is really good, mm-hmm. but... It does just cost a token to be turned, um, but it's eyes of the dead, so you can see into the like uh, astral plane. 
mm-hmm. kind of stuff, which is cool. Incorporeal realm, sorry. So, side note, the first case we we play tested Shane and I play tested oh, the original game, and we played it God. with our D and D group. And one of our buddies played. Um, he basically made John Constantine. He did. It was and messed yeah, up. He combined like that ability with Voice of the Dead and like something else. Yeah. And he was able to have a full on conversation with um, dead characters. This, this dead characters. Yeah. And like it was, they got like a lot of insight, and it was super creative. Yeah. It's one of the most creative things I've ever seen him do. It takes a like, lot. It took a lot of resources, though. Yeah. It's like he just like flipped all these tokens, and yeah, I was like, like, "What are you doing?" Four tokens black and to I'm black. Just smiling. <laughs> like, it's like, uh, so, but yeah, it's a good school. Um, it's, it's a fun. cool school. It's yeah. a very um, dangerous school, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So okay, so what I'm gonna do is you guys get to it the xf research facility it um it takes up the entire bottom floor of a six-story building the and the entrance is below sidewalk level with step down steps down to the door uh so basically no they don't want any natural light the so no natural light enters the clinic's front window that you see it's kind of at sidewalk level uh once you get there the i'm gonna flip a token mm-hmm. flip a token white uh the door is locked and there's no lights on inside the building. Uh, should I take a little jaunt inside? See what's going on? Uh, yeah. I, I mean, what do you mean by that? Are you going to break down the door? No. Um, let's just let's just chill in the car. And we've done this before, dear. He's done this once before, dear. <laughs> oh, I was actually going to use leave the body. Oh, 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 yeah, he's done oh, that okay. before. P- point of order. Uh, which car? We, we don't have one. Oh, yeah. You're, do you taking the bus everywhere? Crap. So you're standing on the sidewalk. It's kind Ooh, of I I got it. Just go lean up against the wall, and I'm gonna lean with you, and we'll just okay. do the cool lean. Okay. Because he's got a trench coat, so he looks cool wherever he leans. Exactly. Just, I'll be I'll be hopefully back momentarily. Okay. okay gotta just give me a minute here. Stop stop looking at me, Travis. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not though, Steven. Stop. All right, Steven. Steven tries to look away, but he can't. Would you hurry up already? I mean, we ain't got much time here. Sorry, I'm sorry. Okay. Doing it. Uh, flip a token. And I do have to roll. Mm-hmm. I got 29. I got a hot success. Nice. So my body goes limp as though I am in a coma. And my spirit leaves it. So he was standing up when he did this, like leaning against the wall. He just like his legs buckle and he just slowly <laughs> slides down the wall like he's drunk. Yep. And oh, I, uh, yeah, no, catch no. him with one hand yeah. and it's I'm not, just holding him. Uh, okay, you're holding him up like it's, you know, hold on. are we gonna burn He's a yeah. Well, I'm on the other side of him, so Oh I, my god. We were like leaning up against the thing. You're weak at burning. Okay, yeah. You put some sunglasses on him. Steven does. Steven does. Alright, so tell me what you do. I walk right through the wall or the door. So basically, you're just a ghost next to all of them. Yep, they can't see you. Nope. So yeah, you see Stephen putting sunglasses on you that okay. he always does. Nice. And there you hear you hear Draz quote a movie. You hear him quote Weekend at Bernie's. I remember that. That was good stuff. I don't know if this has anything to do with the teleportation. I'm just walking through the door. Yeah. So. <laughs> all right. Um. So the first thing you see is you see the clinic is in, in disarray. There's papers and medical equipment strewn everywhere. Okay. The small waiting area has one door leading, and it, le- it looks like it leads back to some things, and it's kind of slightly ajar. Oh. It's the first thing you see. Okay. And it's dark in here. I'm just going to keep walking through sure. the walls. You walk through the wall? Yeah. Okay. So most of these rooms, you're kind of walking through them. They're just basic um, uh, medical rooms. Okay. So there's like blood pressure stuff, like the cuffs. There's jars with band aids. Yeah. <clears throat> and you kind of get to the one at the end of the hall. Okay. There's a small operating room. Uh, there you see as you walk in, there's still a light in the center of the room on, kind of, and it's kind of swinging. There is blood-soaked gauze pads and surgical equipment, kind of laid on this like rolling table. Just like massive amounts of blood is everywhere, like all over the operating table. Okay. And as you walk up, um, you look at the table, and okay. 
Can you do you have your senses when you're in here and everything? Or? Um, let me make sure. As far as I know, it looks like seven minutes from existing cool She can see, hear, and smell everything happening around her in the physical world. So yeah, I have all my senses. Uh, so yeah, the moment you walk in this room, it smells strongly of blood and faintly of urine. Okay. And that is like that is what you see, and then you see, and then in this room, mm-hmm. there is like it looks like there is like a. Uh, Oh, like a cold storage room where they keep stuff. So that is what you see in this room. Um, doesn't appear to be any anyone inside, anything like that. You don't see anyone. Okay. But there does seem like there is like occasionally. Actually, why don't you roll me an investigation? Yeah. Okay. Low success. So the one thing you notice. High success. Sorry. High success. High success. So you are. It's kind of. I don't know. How does Gary deal with like blood and stuff? I don't know. That's a good question. He is a biologist. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) So I would imagine he's probably semi used to seeing blood. Okay. And such. So. Um. You kind of casually just like walk up to the table Mm -hmm. and you're just looking at it. What? Sorry, I just imagined Gary with nipple rings for some reason. (laughs) I'm not gonna lie, guys. I really like Gary right now. That's a little weird. I don't know. Why? I was thinking about blood, and then I was like, I was thinking like Gary. Gary's like, oh, like I've 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 had plenty of piercings, and I'm like, Gary doesn't have piercings. I'm like nipple piercings. Okay, Gary. I guess you can have nipple piercings if you want. Um, no. no so you kneel so. down and you're just kind of looking around, um, kind of taking in like your Batman sense you always do, <clears throat> and you see this like half of a boot print. Okay. Like a half of like a combat boot print, uh, like the tip of it. It's like was he must the, the person must have stepped in blood, and it like every occasionally it's like leading towards the storage room. Okay. I'm just gonna walk keep going. It. Well, yeah, walk through like where I would think that it would be in, inside the wall. So yeah, the mo- the moment you walk through the door and you are instantly hit with that smell again, except it's like way stronger, and you kind of like you like your eyes run down the wall and you see like little like like uh, organic matter cases like oh this must have been this and then there's like organic. Uh, uh, I'm trying to think of like medical words like there's like medicines and stuff in there yeah and then you kind of reach down to the bottom and you see you see a uh, woman and she's like slumped up against the wall okay uh and her neck is a scalpel oh no and her eyes are still open and I need you to make me a revulsion check please 38 so that goes which against your is max my willpower, max willpower mm-hmm. which is right currently because I just took uh, took five from doing the um, piece mm-hmm. is forty three. So pass low success. Okay, so since you passed, um, I don't think you don't lose anything. Uh-uh. You just kind of you know gag a little bit because of the body. Yeah, um, but you control yourself. You've seen this. You've seen this stuff before. Okay. And yeah, you see her body, and she's in her full outfit. Everything. This isn't good. Should I just do it now? No, she might be a ghost. It might not be a good idea. I should probably go out. Back. Well. And just as you're kind of figuring out what to do, we're gonna cut back to the others. That's fine. Um. You guys are st- sitting there with his body. Okay. So Victoria and I are on either side of him, kind of propping him up, holding him there. Yeah. Turn to Victoria. If Victoria, mm-hmm. check it out. Can Draz goes in, um, goes up to Gary's mouth and like kind of pulls it open a little bit, so it looks like he's talking. <laughs> he's like, <laughs> he's kind of mocking Gary. I'm like, Victoria, hey, it's me, Gary. I'm your husband. Give me a little smooch, please. <laughs> Draz, you're utterly stupid. Gotta have a little fun, right? <laughs> Steven is, is is like bent over. He's laughing so hard that you don't hear anything. Like, you know what I mean? Like when you're laughing, but you can't get anything out. I turn Gary's head towards him 
and kind of shake his head a little bit, like, and open his mouth, like, come on, give me a little smooch. I, I take Gary's arm and I slap him across the face with it. Fuck. Oh, oh, ow. That was, that was a little uncalled for. I mean, we're just having some fun here. I like flop it around. I'm like, dead weight, man. Uh, so, Gary, are you going to come back to your body or are you going to stay where you are? I mean, I could do this for like a whole day. So it's up to you. I'm just going to keep walking around this place and looking for stuff. Sure, yeah, we cut back to you as you're kind of, you step out of the cold storage room, because it was getting kind of cold in there. Yeah. And yeah, you walk through the rest of the medical rooms, and you don't see anything else. Okay. But you, um, can you do, like, can you, can you, like, move things as, as you I figure? can't, not at the level I am, so. Okay. So you, you kind of get a feeling, just I'm going to let you use that investigation, that she might have had some stuff on her, maybe, that could have helped you, too. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, and maybe there's, like, you could look at her desk or something, or. Yeah. I can do that. So, yeah. I'm just going to... I'm going to just... I'll look in her desk. I'll put my head through <laughs> okay. the desk drawers. All right. Uh, just give me, give me another investigation check. I'm not going to give you any negatives. Cause you're just, just give me a basic roll. 43. Okay. And so, low success. I'm trying uh, to remember how. So, you, you kind of push your head through like a box of files that are sitting on her desk. Yeah. Just kind of reading them as you're getting through. Um... You find a file... What was it? Low success? Low success. Okay. So when you're looking through <clears throat> the file box, you see a file for Cami Lucas. Okay. It is a 12-year-old in need of a kidney transplant in a box of files. Um, there's the contact number of the parents. And then as you're pulling away, there's a file that is sitting on top of some messy paperwork. Um, it has... Uh, looks like it has contact information for... Uh, 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 a kid named Devante and it has like his medical history Okay. and then there looks like some files underneath it um, and you go to like pick it up like you know but your hand goes through it Yeah. and the only name you can see underneath it is Wan Young Soon or Yan Soon sorry that's okay I'm pretty sure that's what it is Young Soon if, and there looks like there's looks if you look at the side of it you see there's more like there's like another file underneath that file <sighs> okay okay i'm gonna walk i'm gonna walk back to everyone so you you come back to everyone as mm-hmm. uh she like slaps draz with your hand okay <laughs> steven is just like leaning up against a stop sign laughing People are so odd in their moments. Body and flesh. I'm just gonna settle back into my body. <laughs> okay, Drez, what are you doing with it? Are you doing anything else with this before? Let's see. I got right slapped slap. with the hand. Well, yeah, because I was shaking his head and holding his mouth open. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's probably right when he goes back in. You come back in with Drez, and you feel his like head on your back of your head and his <laughs> finger on your bottom lip. Not very nice of you to mess with my body while I'm gone. Holy crap! I can't do that. You gotta give me some kind of warning. <laughs> I'll give you a warning. There's a dead body inside. Oh. Scalpel to the neck. Probably less than 15 minutes, I would say. Maybe. I don't know. Not sure. There's also a bunch of files I couldn't look at. Hmm. It's pretty messy. It's also very dark. If we go inside, there's several files um, of people needing different. Uh, Transplant, um, kidney transplant. One of the ones that I could actually see. Okay. Okay. Sad news. It doesn't look good. Hmm. I don't know what this Dr. Mary Lou looks like, but um, it's safe to say. Stephen is just. It looks like he his neck is turning a little red, like he's getting angry. Well, do we, do we want to go inside and get? Try and get that more information from those files, or if you want to do that, yes, that that's fine. I was like, just go in there, please. It's a good idea. Yeah. Um, will you get the door? I can't go through it now. <laughs> do you need me to open it? That would be wonderful, Stephen. He walks up to it, and he is going to like, like, uh, <laughs> just I guess shoulder the door and see if he can just knock it open. 
he uh, like hits it and it you hear like wood crack, but it doesn't open. Um. All right, I'm gonna call Charles. And he does it again, and it just he just thumps against it, and he's like, so. I'm gonna call Charles. Okay, what are you calling Charles for? Uh, for him to pick the lock. Okay. Um, I'm gonna flip a token white as he doesn't answer. Um, You're so nice. <laughs> I'm gonna pull uh one of the pins out of my hair and like um like a bobby pin and like okay. try and pick the lock. Do you have any knowledge of picking locks? No. Okay. Oh. It's under field, a field craft. What's your field craft? Forty. Okay, give me a, a field craft. And I'm going to need, like, a high success for this to even remotely work. I'm going to tell you this right now. Come on. <gasps> I rolled a one. She did it. I rolled she a high success. She got a high success. You just kind of, like, jam it around in there. Um, and you kind of hear, and you just somehow figure, I don't even know how you do it. I don't know how you do it. But you do. You, uh, you... You just do it perfectly right, and you just kind of like... I think back to, like, Charles and, like, watching him. Well, he uses, like, an t- actual tool yeah, set. Yeah, You just, like, like, shove it in there, and it must be with just the angle you do it. It locks, it, like, locks open, and then you open the door, and it just, like, falls off its hinges. The ah. whole door falls off the hinge? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> My goodness, dear. I thought you are just supposed to pick the lock, not the whole door. Well... Prop we should go inside. Probably yeah. prop the door back up against yeah. it while we're while we're here. Okay. Yes. It's oh, like it is really dirty though. It is also there's a mess. Yeah, the the entranceway of this lobby is like in disarray. Like a tornado went through here. Okay. Uh rather odd. Usually mm-hmm. lobbies are clean. Good assumption. Well well I mean we can we can actually look through those files. Um, uh, yeah, where's here, the oh, body? It's it's this way. Take him to the body. So you're all greeted to the similar operating room, and there is like a, and he points out the like steps that someone was taking in the blood to the cold storage. You okay? No, trying to remember people's name. And that's a problem. <laughs> Um, who was our point of contact when, uh, when we got here again? What's her Lindsay name? Black. Lindsay Black. I knew the last name. Just can't remember her name. Mm-hmm. Um, th- thinking about it, do you think we should maybe call up Lindsay real quick and see if anybody knows about what has happened here? And then maybe she can give us some time We can then call the cops to have somebody come check it out? I don't really think anyone knows what's happening. No, you, can, you, can, you know that. You don't know what's happening. Okay. Well, because Lindsay was barred from investigating this case. That's why we're here. As, actually, well, I know I know that, but like, to call her yeah. and see if she can just get somebody here. As you're walking into this room, Draz, mm-hmm. I need you to give me a Sense of the Unknown with a plus 10, please. Mm-hmm. Actually, plus 40. Plus 40. Ooh. Nice. Okay. So that puts that at uh, 56 for yeah, me. You get slight deja vu as you walk into this room. 20. I rolled 20. I made it. So the moment you walk in and he's like saying this as he's walking into this room and he just like stops and he stumbles and um, you look up and you, you see that dream again okay? of like the, and the person, and you see the per- a person laying on the table um, and it's again, like everything's all dreamy and like they all have like shadow face faces and stuff mm-hmm. and they all look towards you this time and you just hear the. And then it cuts, and it's this—it's the same same this exact room that you had in your dream. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm I shudder. I'm just he, like he's oh. like sweating. He has like a cold sweat. Mm-hmm. This is—it's rather chilly here. You're definitely, definitely the unknown was here. Definitely, this is—I I can just feel it. I—I I, I just need like a second to kind of recoup, and then. <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, okay. Uh, I'm going to follow you guys as, as you're going through, but I'm not going to really... I'm just going to kind of cue to myself for like a second to recoup from what I just saw and what I sensed. Sure. So those are the rest of the files. You go to the file? Yeah. Okay. The, desk, yeah. the files are in like a d- different room. 
Oh, okay. Sorry. My, my yeah, it was when you, after you were walking back, you walked to okay. the other side of the room. Then we'll go to the body. Okay. First, look through the body at the okay. body. I need uh, Victoria and Draz. Do you go in or do you just stay out? You're kind of catching your breath. I'm trying to catch my breath, so I'm gonna okay. stay out. Yeah, I'll go into the body. So yeah, he directs you to the body, and I'm gonna need you to give me a revulsion check, please. And so is Steven. It's against our willpower, right? Uh, current willpower. Current, yeah. Oh, you suck so much. You botch. I botch. I was gonna use I, voice of the dead. I have to look up what that. Oh my god. <laughs> You're skeeved out. Yeah. You're like really, really grossed out by this. <laughs> yeah, it it like triggers something in your in your head. Like instead of seeing this, it's a young woman. Instead of seeing this young woman, you see Mavis. Oh no! And then for like a split second, it's not. <laughs> that's yeah. That's like basically what it is. Yeah, you see her and you register it's not her, and then it's you like blink because like you're studying yourself and you see Mavis, and then you blink again and it's not her, and then like you're just like your gut is like. <laughs> Because you're like wanting to, you want to vomit. It's not that bad. I'm not gonna make you vomit at a crime scene, so. Yeah, thank you. I was worried about that. Yeah, no, it's 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 not that bad of a because it would have just been a minor, but it just good jump. So if it was a serious trial to begin with, it would have made you. But so yeah, token flips black, and you take a serious trauma as you see your daughter instead of this woman for a split second. Your brain overanalyzes it like it tends to do. And uh, Gary, you notice your wife. She is just like not not doing well all of a sudden. Oh, oh dear. It's it's okay. It's okay. It's just a little bit of blood. Just don't don't look at the blood. That's what it is. <laughs> Stephen passed by. Living. I love that I'm very bad at communicating. I'm gonna so much. <laughs> I'm gonna shoot uh, Mavis a quick text asking how she is. Uh, she responds back right away because I imagine she's always on her phone because she's afraid to talk to people. And she's like, yes. she says, "Oh, I'm all good. Just hang with I'm with uh, Lucas and Jewel. Um, at at Stephen's di- at Jeffrey's diner, which is like a diner down the street from your house." Okay. And then she sends another long text of what she's eating. Poutine. It's a very long text. It's like in detail. Uh, Lucas ordered um, uh, a cheeseburger royale with the egg on top. Those are good. And then she sends another text about how the waitress was flirting with Lucas and Lucas was just ignoring her. And and then she sends another text and you just put your phone away because you know she's fine. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So you feel a little better. It's not obviously it's not her. You just your brain just being a little little ridiculous. Yeah. All right. What do you guys do? There's a body in front of you that is, that looks like it could be a good old searched. I'm going to take a, the nearest, I don't know, like, is there a pencil? Yeah, there's also a box of gloves. I will definitely just do that yeah. then. That's way easier than what I wanted to do. Put on the yeah. put on the gloves. We <laughs> are in a doctor's office. That makes sense. <laughs> latex gloves. Okay, but in a regular place, there wouldn't be rubber gloves for me to put on. This is so convenient. Um, we can't we investigate in uh, doctor's offices more often? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Just give me another investigation roll to look at the booty. Sure. <gasps> 53. Low success. Okay. Uh, you realize that she died from the single precise stab wound on her neck. Okay. And that she was dragged in here, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, that is like the, the key thing that you notice looking at her body. She didn't have any other wounds. Or it looks like there wasn't any struggle. Okay. And based on the like angle of the wound she had to have seen it coming okay she she, she probably, did nothing to prevent it yeah she probably saw her attacker whoever it was and that would probably be the unknown i think yeah i think i should probably do the thing which yeah yeah which which thing all right are you both ready are you in the room which thing are Stress? you doing steven Yeah, gonna, yeah. Steven's like, he is just quietly brooding because right. he, you know how much he hates the unknown. Okay, okay. Take it on together. I really don't like doing this. Okay. Are you doing voice of the dead? Yeah. I'm That's where you let her go on your body, right? Yeah. 
Thank you, by the way, for making it expert and not beginner. <laughs> he had a lot of points. They're like super skilled. <laughs> okay, so the voice of the dead. We're getting a crash course in uh, in the incorporeal school today, yeah. everyone. <laughs> uh, voice of the dead. Another really fun um, art allows me to turn a token black, which I am currently doing. So flip. And note, all of the tokens are are dark. And I roll an activation check. And I rolled a 60, so I had a low success. That's good. Um, so Voice of the Dead allows the spirit of a deceased person that is not an unknown or mm -hmm. has not turned into an unknown to dwell within my body. And I... Uh, can channel the spirit for a few minutes. Um, okay, a few minutes, or I can expand a ten, 10 willpower to extend that for an entire scene. Okay. Okay. Um, at expert level, I am aware. I am aware uh, and alert, and I can observe the ghost or spirit's reactions to the questions that are being asked currently. Okay, so you're not you're not, you're not in control of your body, but oh. you're, you're watching it still. Yes, I lied. Um, for expert, I also it's automatically a full the full scene. So the spirits within me okay. for the full scene. Cool. And I get the equivalent of a context or a historic clue, even if the spirit lies. Okay. So I Keep I mind. yeah I become aware of something after this. Sure. Okay. So what? How do you how do you get into this? I I I, I feel like all of the schools for for Gary. This is mm -hmm. the deep breathing, and like he's, an opening. He's kind of a yoga dad. Yeah, mm -hmm. and like an opening of, um, like an emptying and an opening, and a feeling of something blossoming, within within, and then, final breath, and then just like, I feel like my eyes roll back. Sure. And what color is like if you if you had to project the magic? Because all every envoy uh, envoy's color is a little different. What color is Gary? I feel like Gary being so logical is like a very just it's like a very dull white, not oh. like a, a glossy white, but radiant just no, just like very just dull. Like a milky white. Yeah. Yeah. So when he, his eyes roll back, they also turn like a like a milky white right before they roll back. Yeah. And um, you see his fingertips. They're like there's a little the globs of milky white on them as he's just resting them on his lap and then after a few seconds his his eyes open back up and they are they are the brown that is Dr. Lou's eyes and out of his mouth you hear a a woman's voice hello hello um are you Dr. Lou I, I presume Yes. Who are you? So um, they, they see out of your eyes, correct? And like, they are. Yep, they are completely aware <laughs> of everything that happened. Um, the channeled entity must respond to the questions asked by the practitioner's allies, but it is not compelled to tell the truth. Okay. Um, <clears throat> I become more aware, and yeah. I I'm observing aware of all of this stuff. Sure. Yep. See, Judge was out of the room. He, I'm gonna walk in now because I hear a different voice. That <laughs> yeah. I'm like, who, who on earth is that? So, and you see his head like slightly move and looking at the body for a second, and then it looks back at you. We are, um, we're basically the Ghostbusters. We, um, we investigate um, paranormal um, instances that are known as the unknown, not just ghosts uh, but also monsters. Um, as you can see, you are in fact dead. Um, and we are here investigating exactly what happened to you because we don't believe that it was um, any natural. Uh, it appears that you were murdered, correct? Yes. So, do you know who did this? So actually, I'm gonna retcon something, guys. My bad. That's fine. Uh, when you found her, she looked like she's been dead for like 16 days. Oh. <sighs> okay. Then yeah, I couldn't do this. Though, We're just gonna. So. That's fine. We're gonna let it happen though, because we already did all the points and stuff. Okay. Let's just say that like 
her ghost for some reason was haunting this body. How about that? Well, if not haunting, but like her spirit hadn't left yet. I think that that actually is true, but I think she becomes an unknown if that's true. Uh, Let me, because there's there's something about that in here. So well, that means we're gonna have to redo the past twenty minutes if we do that. Yeah. So. <laughs> Like like, soul, it's up to you. Nora. Her soul was clinging to the body for some reason. Yeah, so. let's just say the soul was clinging to the body. Yeah, if the house or person, person it haunts, or an item meaningful to the ghost in life, um, it was fourteen days. Yeah. Yeah, it's if she wishes to channel the spirit of someone who did, di- who died, but did not become a creature of the unknown, she must do so within three sunrises of the person's death. So, that's okay, though. Well, we can just say that this person had some form of the art that caused her to cling yeah, to the body. Um, You're good, man. It's because it's a complicated stuff, so, because we don't use it ever, really. I just like the idea if the body isn't, like, if there wasn't a funeral for the body or it wasn't put to rest, that the the spirit wouldn't leave. Yeah, you can say technically that. Technically, with the cult, if we're basing everything off culture stuff. You can say that. It's your world, man. Okay. You could say that, like, she was going on, like, a personal vacation, and the office was closed anyway. Like, no one was weirded out that yeah. she was gone. Just make it something like that. And it fits. It's just, like, it's just a slip for that, which makes... Mm-hmm. So, but that's, that's fine. Okay, so normally when you do this, Gary, um, it needs to be... uh needs to be a few sunrises before it died. And then once the bear, the body is buried... And like given a proper funeral, the spirit is gone. Mm-hmm. Um, so you didn't, you weren't sure if this was going to work. So the fact that it's working right now is interesting to you. Um, she says, "So yeah, this is what happened. I a man appeared at my door, and he was in full a full military garb, and then he put his hand on my shoulder, and before I could scream." All I knew was I I had to follow this man. I had to listen to him. And I I followed he told me to wait here and I he came back with Dr. Calvin and Dr. Calvin was tied up and gagged and he laid the man on the table. And I, I, I did, I did the bone marrow transplant, but I took it out of the military man first and put it into him. And then when Calvin got up, he was like, not himself anymore. I, I don't know how to explain it. And, um, and then I just stood here for a whole day. He told me not to move for a whole day, and I stood here. And you, and she looks down at her body, and you see that she pissed herself. And then Ramirez came back smelling of smoke and fire and stabbed me. And that's the last thing I remember. Um, After you took the bone marrow transplant from the from the military officer uh what did what did that officer do he do he walked out of the room and i i just was left here i i I don't know what he did and then you could tell gary that she really doesn't know she didn't see the man again after that okay um in our case files wasn't there a military man who we had yeah. a cell phone with a picture, I believe. Is that what? It that was? and also there was yeah. that article that. talking about uh, he got a how he got a transplant in Germany. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So those are those are esoteric clue. That's what I was looking at. Yeah. <laughs> esoteric yeah. clues are yeah, it's right here. Are that make give great jumps in the case. So you now you know who who has the heart. Yeah. Woohoo. And then I believe you get one more clue. Um, I think it was just... An interest or an esoteric? It was just whatever was up to you. So it's the equivalent of an esoteric clue. Then that is, yep. So. You're welcome to ask more questions, though. But she doesn't, she doesn't speak. She kind of looks down after that. 
as much as she can. Do you have any questions for her? No. Do you have any family? Someone who can put your soul to rest? She, the, the, his head, Gary's head nods. Okay. Well, uh, do you know if there's any other information that you can tell us about this? On my desk, there was files. Your files, or? Yes, just, just go, so there's a box of files, and there's files on top, just, oh no, just, just please, please stop this thing. And I need all four of you to roll perception, because you're in this cooler. Did you guys close the door or leave it open? It was still open, because I had walked through the door after I heard the Yeah, um, the people who are in, Gary, um... You're still aware of your surroundings. Yeah. You take a minus 30 to your base, okay? Yeah, that's fine. And then, I guess a plus 30 to whatever you roll. Imagine, yeah. And you take a plus 20, Victoria. Um, and you, um, you just take a plus 5, okay? Because you're at the door. And Steven is is not even paying attention. He is horrified at what's happening. <laughs> so. What I failed. You, you failed? Yep. I Low success. Okay. What did I have? Plus 20? Mm-hmm. Uh, I got a low success. Okay, Gary. Um, plus twenty for your perception. That you put you at eighty. I thought it was a plus to twenty your to our roll. To your roll. Oh, roll. gotcha. Yeah. Uh, Gary, you hear? You heard like you hear faintly like a door open, like the, a door, like it looks like it fall, like it was falling, but someone caught it. Okay. Um, and then you you so you can't really say anything. No, I cannot. Um, and you, you hear footsteps, and uh, you hear like the door to that examination room opening, and you turn to it, and a white token's added to the board. As you see a man into a military, he sees you. You guys lock eyes, and that's what we're gonna call it. No, I'm in a body. Oh, can this you expel her? Well, she's technically in me for the full scene, so that we'll play around with that next uh, next time. I don't know how that works. I don't know. <laughs> well, did you guys have fun? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Well, uh, <laughs> leave the body is my favorite. It was my favorite art. By That's doing so that, good. you guys got so many, like, you got the so many clues that, like, it, it sped the case up a little bit. So, yeah. That's good. <laughs> That's good. Um, you guys didn't hear, but I had, like, five minutes where I was trying to fucking figure out the timeline in my head through a character's resp- that didn't know the timeline. <laughs> I was very much confusing myself, but, uh, that's fun. I yeah. feel like Wesley has that ability, correct? Yes, yeah. But it's only the like beginners. Mm-hmm. It's not a, that. That one's not as good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wait, which one? Leave the body. Voice of the Dead. Yeah, have, Voice of I, the Dead. I have Voice of the Dead, but it's only a, the beginner. It's that good. it's it's good, but you're not aware of like anything. Anything mm-hmm. and they can possess you. Well, what's yeah. worse is well with the beginner like yeah, I don't even know what's going on. At least yeah. Gary knows what's going on. <laughs> like I'm just like, hey, what'd they say? Yeah. Huh? What's going on? But if you want to you wanna keep up with the show, follow us on Twitter at Grim Encounters. You want to talk to the cast and crew, hop on our Discord, which you can get through either the description of the podcast episode or through our uh, Twitter. Again, if you can't find it, you can just tweet, and uh, Jeff, who runs our Twitter, will give it to you. Um, if you want to help the show, leave a review on uh, Apple Podcasts or even if Stitcher has them, I'm not sure, just you can leave a review everywhere you are. And... Uh, Oh, you can actually do it over on, on Podchaser, too. Yeah, Podchaser. And we're on... Yeah, we just got on Spotify. Yeah, and we're on Spotify now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I finally, you know, figured out how to do it, and it was just me having to sit down and take 10 minutes and do it, but yeah. sometimes that's hard. <laughs> so we're on Spotify now. You can, you can stream us through there. Oh, if you leave a review, um, I will read it on the show. I will read it on the show. Um, I'd like to thank Anna for creating the intro and outro theme music. I want to thank Tim over at uh, tabletopaudio.com for uh, 
creating great music that and he lets us use it um over there and um if uh wait what who who oh okay you say as you turn towards the hulking figure standing in your doorway we're doing this now all right the creature smiles as the smile starts at the top of his head and extends down to his chin sideways stay spooked out there Wendy Lou. It, they didn't give me a first name. PhD. This is Dr. Mary Lou from. Is Lou her No, did Lou be her last name? Lou was her Mary last name. Lou, yeah. 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 I like well, Mary, Mary Lou. I'm so stupid. I just come up with the dumbest <laughs> names. 